Previously on that Cthulhu John, you see Professor Brightly walk in. It looks like something terrible happened here. If you could stop the police investigation, perhaps um, there could be an exchange between me and you. An exchange, sir, of knowledge. Well, wish you had just led with that in the first place. I guess, uh, given the nature of the Speculum Magus itself, some things uh, could be overlooked. So I leave. And I start walking toward the road, I guess. And you slip on some ice, and your hand goes right through the window. Yeah, I might need that hospital. Hey there, Heather. Uh, I found uh, some civilization. Uh, get in a cab. I got a page to the big man. You don't get any call back. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 26. We are a real-play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Hey there, guys. Chuck? Uh, I can't hear anybody. <laughs> and Jenny. Hi, everybody. Right, I did guys. one. It's Dr. Nick. <laughs> it was Dr. Nick. Good job been planning it for a week <laughs> isn't that what he did last week uh it wasn't last week it was a couple weeks ago but oh he started. god damn it <laughs> no it was a good try though it was really good let's start over <laughs> i'm just gonna say hi <laughs> we'll do it in post fuck it fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> When we last left off, uh, Lenny had gotten home from his uh, horrible trip up at the Poconos. And he had Walter over for a little bit. Walter then left and went home so that Lenny could make a particular phone call, or a page rather, to his boss, Chucky. Made the page, waited a while, and there was no response. Made a second page, waited a while, and there was no response to that either. So that takes us out to about 9 o'clock. Lenny, what do you do from there? Um, I'll probably clean myself up a bit. Uh, Listen to my messages, if any. That's right, because your hand was all cut up from uh, your trip up to the Poconos where you put it through a glass window. Yeah, and I was like running around the woods all night. Yeah. So I can't be the cleanest. Yeah, probably Uh, not. Maybe assess the damage and see if I do need the hospital. All right. So you take a shower, and in the shower you see that your hand is just not clotting all the way. It starts to, in fact, run blood into the water a little bit. You see it swirl down the drain. uh, I guess I'll wrap it up in a towel and finish up real quick and get out of there. All right. So you uh, wrap your hand up in a towel best you can. Now that it's cleaned. And you head where? Uh, 
Was there any messages on the answer machine? What, after you got out of the shower? No, I, I pressed play before I went in there. Yeah, listen to it while you're doing your thing, right? Maybe. You, oh, you did press play? I don't remember you saying that. I'm sorry. I asked it. I said if, the, if there were any messages, I would. Yeah, there's some messages on there. Maybe uh, I didn't hear it because the shower was too loud. I'll replay them anyway. Got two from Walter. 43 from Heather. Two from Walter. There's a couple from Heather. Uh-huh. We're all asking where you are. You know, where you are on Thursday night. Letting you know that you're kind of cared for by these people. At least yeah. in some way. It's a little weird. Um, <laughs> Testies. I don't really like the responsibility, you know. I get a, sometimes I got places to be. I don't want to have to explain myself. Uh, however, I'm not going to be able to avoid the two of them. So, Let us uh, in, Lenny. I'll call, uh, I'll call Heather. Uh, ring-a-ding. Right, Heather, you get a phone call? Yeah, I answer on the first ring. I am literally have just been holding it. <laughs> holding my lips phone the entire time. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, hey there, Heather. Oh my god, are you home? Yeah, I just, uh... Took a quick shower. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, head down to the emergency room. I cut my hand up real good. Probably been bleeding all day, honestly. Are you driving down there? Uh, yeah. Uh, Walter's gonna give me a ride. Uh, wait. Where's your truck? Are you that hurt? Do you have a broken arm? Is it a broken leg? <laughs> I'll, I'll be fine. It's all right. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm home and I'm, uh, you know, relatively safe. One piece. Uh. So don't you, you know you gotta go, you don't have to go and worry. Uh, okay. Do, do you guys need anything? No, not really. Stitches. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, you know, we'll be in touch. We got that thing for your aunt, right? That's right. Yeah. It's Friday, right? It's still Friday. So yeah, it's... her funeral's Sunday. Yep. Yeah, alright, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you before then. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, you've been missing for, like, ever. I've been calling you, like, a ton. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Uh... <laughs> so, uh... All right, well, call me when you get back from the hospital and let me know what happened. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, you know, it'll probably be late, but uh, sure, maybe, if I remember. Oh, my God, you're so annoying. <laughs> All right, so you guys hang up with each other. Uh, Heather, you had called out of work, assuming that Lenny needed help getting home, but turns out he didn't. So what do you do after that phone call? Uh, I guess I can't go in there and drink. That's rude. <laughs> well, didn't Ginger, like, run out in, like, a craziness? I'll probably wait for her to come back, because I haven't, like, seen her except for sleeping. Like when I poked my head into her room after mm. I got home and she was having the breakdown and right. then she ran out because she was late. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell her about all the like puke symbols I was seeing and all that stuff. So it's on the later side of the night. She's usually home by now, you know, like nine o'clock. So rolls around and she's usually home by eight o'clock, 830 at the latest. So you're waiting around a little bit, and uh, she's still not turning up. What do you do? I don't know. I probably just go about my night, just like. Just 
kind of like drink a little bit yourself at yeah. home? I mean, I can't go out, so I'm obviously going to drink alone. And right. I don't want to leave because I want to talk to her, but and I also don't want to leave because I want to wait for the phone call from either like Walter or Lenny saying like what happened. Heather, after waiting around for about another hour or so, just kind of sitting there waiting for phone calls, 10 o'clock rolls around and you hear keys in the door, the front door, and it opens and in stumbles Ginger and she just looks tired and haggard. That's a good day. She looks up and she goes, oh, hey, Heather, don't you have work tonight? Oh, hey, Ginger. Um, I, I called out. There's, like, some stuff going on with my friend. And uh, I, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see how you or I had some weird stuff happen at the bar last night. But She says, well, rehearsal today was really rough. And then, I don't know. I, I think I got lost on the way home. Heather, I'm, I'm starting to lose track of time, I think. How so? What do you mean? Like, how are you? Did you did you go to work to do the play? Like, were you there? Yeah, I went there and we did our rehearsal, which was just brutal. And then afterwards, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember being lost and then coming home from there. Do you want to go to the doctors? Like, you don't... That's not normal to lose chunks of time. She says, yeah, but, you know, I haven't been, like, sleeping right, and... I don't know. And she holds her head for a little bit. And she kind of massages her temples. And she goes, Heather, listen. The sign that you were drawing last night... Yeah. I didn't want to concern you, but... I've been seeing it more. Every time I see it, it seems to want to drag me into it. Oh my god, I, I saw it last night. It's a long story, but I saw it and this woman threw up. And, and I saw it. You saw it in, the th- in, the, in, her, in her throw up? <laughs> That's horrible and, and disgusting at the same time. <laughs> it was disgusting and terrifying. Like, I had to have... A friend clean up the rest of it? <laughs> I'd almost rather be running away from Snake Man in the woods than at the bar that night. That's good. <laughs> so, Heather, Ginger says to you, yeah, it, it's been stuff like that. Like, I don't know, I would see, like, patterns in, in the ice and stuff outside just seem to start to form the shape and... Every time I see it, it just tries to pull me into it. And I think I lose track of time when I see it. Uh, I don't know. Like, um, have you been having any weird dreams? Like, She says, yeah, I have been having weird dreams. With the little sleep that I'm getting anyway. I keep dreaming about this weird place. It looks almost futuristic, but somehow prehistoric at the same time it's inhabited by these hideous creatures tall with just horrid faces that repel me every time I see them so then I'll wake up 
and I'll look around and, you know, kind of like be in a sweat. And then I might see the symbol in my sweat. I'm just seeing it everywhere, Heather. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to say. I mean, I only saw it twice. You've been seeing it too? Yeah. I saw it that night when I faint it when you were saying it and then I saw it at the bar in the puke I just freaking told you that she says to you oh yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry Heather my head's just it's in a different place right now <laughs> I'm just worried that you lost time right there like I don't know well I don't know what's going on Heather maybe you're right maybe I should go to a doctor or something or a hospital but if they want to keep me overnight or something, I might have to miss practice tomorrow. I mean, it's your health, but I also just don't know, like, exactly what you would tell the doctor that you keep seeing a shape. Well, maybe they'd send me to an ophthalmologist. We could get a cab and go there if you want to. I mean, if you don't, we could just stay here. Like, if you want to have a drink, I mean... Maybe we just need to relax. Maybe your play is really stressful and I'm losing my job. Like, we're just stressed. Uh, she says to you, yeah, you know what, Heather? We haven't had a night together in a little bit. Let's just kind of uh, crack open a bottle of wine and, I don't know, watch some late night TV or something. Wine a little, laugh a lot. Uh, I want to say she, like, already has wine, like, popped in her hand. <laughs> like, she's like, okay. Now can we drink? girls night and then there's like a montage us like in matching pjs all right so we'll leave you off there heather you start off your girls night walter uh you had just gone home from lenny's house what do you do from there um i think he uh he's been in and out a lot lately uh he might just kind of tidy up the uh little kitchen area and then uh, get ready okay. to take uh, Lenny to the emergency room, see about getting him some stitches. All right, so you're just waiting there until, like, Lenny calls you? Uh, yeah, more or less. Uh, I do have a second thought, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Assuming I have a few moments, um, the place that Walter lives at, um, it's got to have at least, like, one extra spare room, right? Yeah, it's a two-bedroom. Uh, he thinks to go and check that out and uh, kind of assess the current state of that room your back bedroom or guest room if you will yeah exactly um kind of just check it out and see like you know the i mean assuming it has a bed in there and like at least a chair and table kind of basic stuff well it has a chair walter but it doesn't have a bed in it instead you've turned your guest room into like a mini library Hmm. how walter Okay. Well, um, uh, you might have like a rollout cot. I would say that's about it. Is there enough room in here to fit like a single bed? Uh, barely, but yeah. Okay. Um, I guess uh, he's relatively tidy, generally speaking. I guess, um, yeah. Just needs, like, maybe a vacuum or something, I would assume, if anything else. Yeah, no, it looks pretty good in there. Cool. Little little grandma-esque with the uh, decor, but that's just <laughs> yeah. Walter. 
That sounds about right. All right. Uh, I'd say then after maybe like 15, 20, probably go out there, warm up the car. All right. So you head on out into the Gremlin, turn it on. And eventually, Lenny, do you go head out and uh, meet Walter at his car? Yeah, I was going to go knock for him if, uh, if he's already out there. Yeah, you go to knock for him and you see him already in the car warming it up. I made sure to lock the door and all that stuff. I'm yanking on the handle. Could you uh, knock on the window and like, lean down? Point at like, the, the lock. Reach over and pull up the little manual lock knob. <laughs> and I uh, huddle down into that grambling. Right. Slam the squeeze door. Squeeze yourself into to it. squeeze myself in, yeah. Yank it hard. <laughs> All right, do we establish which hand that you cut up, Lenny? I imagine my right for some reason, but I don't know. I imagined the right as well, so. Well, look at that. Let's stick with that. So when you go to slam this door shut, I guess you reach over with your left hand. Had to. Yeah. I got a big towel around the one. I tucked it in my jacket under my arm putting pressure on it you know right so you start driving to the hospital walter lenny you're in the seat next to him of course in the passenger seat the drive's going pretty good there's not a lot of traffic on the way to the hospital walter you hit a pat you hit a patch of uh road where it's the speed limit's just a little bit faster on there let's say uh along columbus avenue all right lenny has He's driving. You're kind of watching the road. You see Jimmy the Skiff walking towards the car in front of it. And the car is just going right towards him. Let me just get my dice out real quick. (laughs) Christ. Well, Walter's speeding down there and just it looks like he's going to hit him. He died before I got injected. I know he's dead. So let's see if I can get over this uh, this psychosis that I've developed. Sandy roll. All right, 19%. Let's do it. Oh, no way. It's a 26. It was close. Oh, man. No cigar. Two games ago, that might have worked. So I lose more? Do I lose one? Or is it a roll? Uh, you lose it as if you really saw this thing happen. I, uh, yeah, I uh, kind of put my hands on the dashboard. Brace uh, for impact. Yeah, I guess you might hear hear me scream. <laughs> yeah, since you lost sanity, you react. Uh, even though it was just uh, one point of sanity that you're going to lose here. 18. You still react. And Walter, he kind of uh, grabs your chest with his left hand and screams and goes, Whoa, wait! And you don't see anything. How do you react to this? <laughs> it's like, uh, well, what? What? Is there something in the road? And he's kind of looking around, panicked. Uh-huh. And as soon as he says that, you see Jimmy the Skiff get hit by the car and tumble over the top of it. Yeah, I quickly turn around, rolls over the back, and I look forward and look at him. Walter probably looks back, too, like... What is it? What? what? When you look back, Walter, there's nothing there. And... It's like, the road's clear. I don't see anything. And Lenny, when you look back there, there's nothing there either. Jimmy? 
Walter looks confused. He's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Who's Jimmy? What, what's going on, Lenny? I don't, uh, maybe I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. I don't know. Uh, somebody shot me up with something when I was up there. I don't know. I was running around in the woods. I uh, think some kind of drugs. I'm not sure what's going on. You mean like some kind of hallucinogen? I mean, uh, the guy turned into a bunch of snakes. I turned into snakes. Had to be a hallucinogen. Well, yeah, that that sounds about right. But who did you say? You don't, uh, you don't need to know any names. We don't have to go into anything. It's better that way for now, anyway. Well, Lenny tight lips over here. I guess I'll let yeah. you know if you need to know. It's better you don't get involved. Uh, you know, I don't want somebody that might hurt you if they found out you were asking about them. You know. What, asking about the snakes? Uh, yeah, maybe it's better I don't know. And he kind of has a bit of a more guarded air. But it's not the first time you've mentioned things of this nature, so... Uh, you, uh, you all right there, pal? I mean, we're not too far out. Uh, nah, I, uh, you know, I'll be fine, I guess. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, gotta get my hand taken care of. I probably lost a lot of blood today, too. It didn't help, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, gotta work against you. You would uh, at least uh, drink any water, stay hydrated or anything. Uh, gosh, I stopped in the diner. I had some co- I had coffee, which is always hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely calms your nerves yeah. too. Calms you down a little bit. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, hallucinogens, dehydration, major injury. Gosh, Lenny. <laughs> So you guys get to the hospital. You can uh, you can leave me here if you want to, uh, Walter. I don't mean to keep you up, take cab home or something. Oh well, I mean I don't have to work tomorrow or anything, and uh, I do have this uh, book that I'd hope to kind of pour through. I can hang out for a little bit. They're probably not going to keep you here forever. All right, man. Suit yourself. He gathers up his stuff and makes sure the Pinto is locked up on the way. To the main entrance. All right, so you go into the hospital with Lenny. Uh, Lenny, you just go up to the registration and let them know what the problem is. Just kind of point to your hand or whatever. Yeah, I put it through a window. Uh, unfortunately, I fell, slipped on some ice. They say to you, okay, uh, have a seat, and they'll call you back in a little bit. So you guys have a seat, and uh, we'll say... About 10.30, they eventually get to you. You get called back by a nurse who takes you to an examining room. And she takes uh, your blood pressure. And she says, oh, it's a little on the low side. Uh, how much blood have you lost? Yeah, I think, uh, I think quite a bit. You know, I, uh, I think I passed out in the snow a little bit, too. Uh, you know, my fingers are a little, little uh, frozen. She takes a look at them and she goes, oh, my God, that's really bad frostbite that you have there can you feel this and she starts touching your fingers with the, with her uh, fingernail at the tips and no you cannot feel it at all feel what she says oh that's not a good sign that might be permanent damage uh, you know i don't really need to feel with my fingertips i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh boy it's like truly their only purpose <laughs> That's what God made palms for. I still got my lips, the back of my knees. Yeah. Um, the nurse then leaves the room. 
and says, uh, you know, just wait here for the doctor. And uh, Walter, are you in the examining room with him or are you just in the waiting room? Uh, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, but I, I assume Lenny's a more private kind of guy than that. Yeah. So I probably just would have stayed out in the lobby when he was called back. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, thanks. Um, so you're out there in the lobby. Lenny, you're waiting in the exam room. And the door opens and in walks Dr. Skinny Joey. <laughs> and he turned is he a snake he's not a snake he just looks like a regular skinny joey and he says to you hey uh your blood pressure is pretty fucking low there asshole uh i kind of kind of climb backwards in the in the hospital bed all right slink up a little uh, bit hey, what, are you, what are you doing here i'm here to examine you let's see that hand there where's my truck at what'd you do with my baby what truck what are you talking about the one you stole earlier I didn't steal nothing from you, asshole. What, are you going to kill me? You come here to uh, shoot me up, you know? Like they did with that old slick. You hear Dr. Skinny Joey say to you, Yeah, well, you might need a needle or something. That's for sure. Hey, let's see uh, exactly how much blood you lost there. And he he starts to unravel your uh, towel. And he's approaching you very cautiously right now. And I am uh, the understanding that this is Dr. Skinny Joey. Right, actual. The doctor Joey. looks and sounds just like Skinny Joey. Um, as afraid as the repercussions of. I don't know. I don't know how to respond. I don't know what to do. I don't know what Lenny would do. Oh, you're already backing up on the exam table, like kind of backed into the wall. And he's approaching you slowly. I did lose a lot of blood. How am I feeling? I mean, I don't know. Uh, if he's just unwrapping my hand, I guess I'd let him for the moment. Okay, so he unwraps your hand. It looks like the towel was about ready to bleed all the way through. It's just soaked when it comes off your hand. Uh, he says, ah, that's not good looking right there. Would you wash it out with soap and water or something like that? Yeah, yeah at least disinfect it, you fucking idiot. Uh, I'm just kind of staring at him in, like, fear and bewilderment. Um, and, uh, he looks back at you, kind of questionably. Yeah, you gonna, uh, you gonna fix it up or not, Joey? Actually, it's Dr. Finkelstein, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you don't look like a Finkelstein, you look like a skinny Joey to me. Finkelstein, my ass. They let you in here with that fake name. Huh. Says, huh. Why don't you wait here, sir? And he leaves... And uh, another doctor comes back in, and it's not Dr. Skinny Joey this time. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he grabs your hand, and he says, uh, listen, this is going to hurt a little bit. And he puts a bucket under it, and he pours over your hand some sort of liquid, and it stings like hell for the first, mm, like, five seconds or so. And then you feel your hand start to go numb. Okay. And then he reaches into a box that he brought with him and looks like he unwraps uh, a needle and some sutures and he starts to stitch your hand up he doesn't make any eye contact with you or anything like that doesn't say a word to you the whole time okay and then he looks up at you and goes um so you don't still think i stole your truck do you 
And he kind of, like, he looks nervous when he says it. I say, uh, uh, that was you. Uh, you know, I, I, really, I think I, I did lose a lot of blood. Uh, you know, I'm not feeling too well. Uh, um, kind of confused, doctor. The doctor says to you, well, you know, I think it might be prudent just because of the blood loss to maybe keep an eye on you overnight. I'm a little concerned about the confusion that you seem to be having. Yeah, well, this ain't, uh, this ain't that kind of hospital, so, uh, you know, just patch me up and I'll be on my way. I'll take care of that other stuff on my own. Well, okay, but you do realize you'll be leaving against doctor's orders, right? Just, uh, you know, patch me up and put on the, uh, put on my insurance. So, he says to you, uh, okay, and he hands you some ointment to use, some gauze to wrap up your hand in and uh, antibiotic pills to take, and then sends you on your way. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for the concern, Doc. Uh, yeah, I'll be seeing you. All right. You leave the examining room. Yeah. And as you're walking down the hallway, you walk past Dr. Skinny Joey again. Oh, man, I just put my head down. Am I? I don't know that I'm... I don't... Uh, I turn around. If I see him coming, I guess I go in the other way. Okay, you see him coming towards you, so you turn around and head the other way? I'm going to try to slip out of there, you know, without a skinny joey stab me with any needles. All right. Um, if you're trying to avoid him in that sort of way, give me a stealth roll. Okay. <laughs> oh, 78 ain't going to do it. Um... So I think I, like, very obviously, uh, like, grabbed a janitor cart or something and made pretend to start pushing it, but really, really obvious <laughs> that this guy's up to no good. So you start pushing that thing, and you see, you look back up again, and you see Dr. Skitty Joey coming down the hallway, and he says to you, uh, hey, have a good day, and just keeps walking past you. All right, turn back, go the other way. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know how to get out of here anymore. I'm lost. <laughs> I feel like Ginger. <laughs> that confusion. <laughs> um, Navigation rule. So, yeah, I try to wander myself back to the uh, ER and waiting room. Right. So you eventually can find your way pretty easily, actually, back to the waiting room. And you're all stitched up, and you see Walter's there waiting for you. We're going to say that's going to take us out to, let's say, 11.30. Pretty efficient here. Oh, all he wanted was just to get patched up. I mean. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think, uh, I, think I need some food and some, some rest there, Walter. What are you, uh, stop at the diner? Uh, yeah, sure. See what Heather's up to? She uh, wanted me to call her when I got home, so, uh. We might as well just swing by her place. Shrugs. Agrees with you. Sounds good. Make sure he's got all of this stuff secure and slings his uh, little messenger bag over his shoulder. Um, okay. I started looking through your car. I started looking through the glove box and like under the seat. You got any envelopes and paper? Uh, there's probably some paper in my messenger bag. I'm not sure about an envelope. He's just, he doesn't ask. He's just looking for paper and envelopes. 
Mm. All right. Uh, hmm. He probably sees you. He's like, uh, drop a glove or something? No, nah, I was uh, just looking for something to write on. Uh, I'll do it in my time. Don't worry. Uh, he gestures to the bag in the back seat. He says there's paper and pencil in there if you need anything. It's kind of awkward to turn around in this vehicle, honestly. Uh, we'll get it later. You know, it's Keeps on driving. Says, uh, do you uh, tell the doctors about whatever uh, that guy injected you with? Hell no. Don't don't you want to know? Yeah, I, honestly, I did want some blood work done, but uh, you know, it didn't work out that way. Because you left. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I had to get out of there. Walter, look, I think I'm cracking up a little bit. I don't know. Something ain't right. I keep seeing, uh, keep seeing this guy that shot me up with that stuff and really it was dr finkelstein oh shit this is uh well you, you know you're not the only one uh heather's been seeing stuff too something she said her and her roommate they they both been seeing the same thing and uh i uh, i'm a little worried I, I don't know if uh she's starting to crack up a little bit too um when i came down uh, to check on her there was just some beer spilled on the bar but me and all the rest of the guys at the bar, uh, you know, we got up like there was a fight about to break out. You know, she was so upset. And then when I got there, it was nothing. I, I, uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm, he takes a deep breath and just maybe, maybe all the stress. Uh, yeah, maybe we all need a vacation or something. She said something I hadn't thought about. Maybe seeing a shrink or a psychic. He kind of chuckles at that part. Yeah, this sounds more like something Heather would say, not you. Well, I kind of agreed more so with the shrink and psychiatric evaluation aspect of the uh, idea, but uh, you never know. He shrugs. Maybe a uh, a psychic reading could reveal something that uh, is unforeseen, at least upon the surface. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, just a bunch of hoodoo. I don't know what I saw, all right? <laughs> well, uh, I'll try to uh, approach things with an open mind, at least. But, you know, uh, I wouldn't expect the same from everybody. There's only so much damage control I can do. That's true, Walter. You're uh, tougher than you look. Kind of <laughs> give, him, give him a nice, hefty elbow. He chuckles at that. <laughs> all right, so you guys... Uh... You're going to go to Heather's house, Lenny, and is Walter going to? I thought I was driving him there, yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought we were talking about getting some food. I know that girl's poor, she probably needs someone to buy her some food. I wasn't there to tip her last night. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, well, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, honestly, with all the running around lately, I haven't had a good meal either. Kind of pats his belly in anticipation. Yeah, I need to start uh, replacing blood. You're right. So where do you guys head off to to eat? Just like a... Well, try to grab Heather first. She could probably use a good meal. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, she's poor. Uh, yeah. Poor. Uh-huh. Help me, I'm poor. And she doesn't drive, so, you know. Mm. Right. Poor and everything's all squiggly now. <laughs> so you guys go to Heather's house. Heather, it's about 11.30, 11.45, something like that. Walter says he'll knock for her. Are those two, like, super drunk? Cowabunga. No, you guys have just been kind of 
drinking a little bit, not too much. Unless you want to get, like, fucked up. No, we'll probably just, like, probably never see each other. Just a couple. Right. I'm scared to get drunk because I'm scared to see the squiggles. So you guys just are hanging out and watching TV. Kind of enjoying yourselves. Catching up on things that might have happened to you. Heather, do you reveal any of the weird shit that you, like, uh, prior to uh, seeing the shape? Yeah, I would definitely tell her since she's going bonkers, so. So you tell her. I feel like, what what's she going to say? I'm weird? Like, she's cracking up. So you tell her about the Windwalker and. I don't know. Wait, I'm just like, rem- I'm like remembering like uh, my aunt turned into a fucking monster. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> just tell her when we saw some weird stuff. Okay. And like my aunt died of suspicious like suspicious circumstances. Yeah, she was acting funny and like Russian guys were around, but I didn't go any further. Okay. With like mon- I, mm, with monsters. I didn't get into monsters. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So you leave the monsters out of it. But it's still a pretty crazy story and Ginger's taken aback by it and she goes, oh "My god. Well, and now you're seeing this thing like I'm seeing and Heather, you're going through so much right now, and you're losing your job on top of it. I feel so bad for you. I'm sorry. It's it's fine. I mean, I always end up on my feet. Like, I know some people, maybe I can crash on their couches. Maybe I can get a job at... There's plenty of bars in Philly, I mean. She goes, well, Heather, if you're looking to make some extra money... And you don't mind working for a guy that's kind of an asshole. The curtain puller for our production quit the other day. And we just need someone who can basically pull a cord. It doesn't take a whole lot of uh, skill, to be honest with you. But you know, since I'm kind of the star of the show, you know, maybe I can get you a job doing that. Pays pretty good. $100 a night. $100 a night? Yeah, I'll pull a thousand strings for $100 a night. I thought you were going to say way worse. No, the pay doesn't come <laughs> in until we actually start the production. However... Sounds shady. <laughs> you'd have to just show up to practice a little bit. I mean, just to open the curtain, close it. And that's all you really have to do. Yeah, sold. I'm done. She says, uh, you know, Professor Bradshaw is kind of a dick, but, you know, he's supposedly a genius and uh, he's going to pay well for this production. I mean, it's pretty crazy the way he's doing it, but the way he explains it to us, it almost makes sense. I mean, he sounds like a real nut job, but I don't care. That's basically, I mean, don't I just get paid by nuts anyway? They're just drinking. She says, yeah, I guess so. I mean... Well, you kind of almost serve as like a psychologist for people. Yeah, I mean, I made $60 yesterday and I'd clean up puke for three hours. So yeah, I'll pull a string. Well, that sounded terrible, but... And you guys have a little (laughs) laugh together about that. And you get a ring on the buzzer on your apartment. It's like the big brown one where I like talk to them through the thing. With a single white button on it. How's it? I have to push it to talk to them, (laughs) Yep. right? All right. <laughs> I do. And I say hello. Hey, uh, Heather. It's Walter. 
Hey, Walter, uh, come on up. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, I've got Lenny with me. Uh, we just got back from getting him stitched up. We were going to get some food. We were wondering if you wanted to come with us. Yeah, just, um, just hold on a minute. And then I say to old Krusty Bottom, I'm like, do you mind if I run out? Like, do you want to come with us? I just, this is my friend that got hurt. It's a lot of weird stuff going on. I hate to leave you. We're having a bonding night. When you go over to talk to her, you notice that she's just non-responsive staring at the television. She'll be fine for a while. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Carol Ann. (laughs) You do see that right now it is all static on the TV. Great. I'm like, Ginger. Just shaking her. Ginger? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's Ginger. she's staring at the TV. You go look at the TV. You see the static start to form into a shape. The shape oh. starts to, starts to bend, twist, and give me a sanity roll. Stop <laughs> looking at shit. Oh my god! I thought if I just stayed away from like liquid, yeah, no. I would be okay. I could stay away from people. So not alcohol, not alcohol, <laughs> just like other liquids. Uh. Oh. 50. Yeah. I have 65. Okay. You manage to snap out of it, and the symbol kind of disappears. You don't really see it. You don't see how you could have seen it before, honestly. But Ginger's still there, just staring at the TV. All right. I just keep like, shaking her, I guess. Right. I grab a little cup of water, maybe. Right, so you shake her just do- some more. Just dip my finger I in it. I don't, like, throw it on her. I'm just like, like like you would do to a cat that got on like a table yeah. or something, I guess. You baptize her. Like, I'm hunking the horn, hunking the horn, and Walter's gremlin. <laughs> oh my god, you per- to- totally are. <laughs> Walter's uncomfortable with the whole situation. Walter's still standing at the front. Absolutely. All right. I said wait right there. So, so. Ginger, Ginger snaps out of it, and she goes, well, Heather, I've seen it again. Oh my god, I, I thought I saw it for a second, but I then it just went away. Where did you see it? In the in the TV? That's where I saw it too. I know, but it's all like fuzz. I don't know. I'm, we've been drinking. She says, I don't know, I just, I've been seeing it everywhere. And I guess I just zone out when I see it. I mean, I mean it's getting late. Do you want to just call it a night? says, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll just call it a night. And she gets up off the couch, brings her blanket with her, and heads to her bedroom and says, good night, Heather. Good night, Ginger. Uh, you'll feel better in the morning. I know it. I sure hope so. You just need some sleep. Right, and she heads into her bedroom. And like a good friend, I absolutely abandon her and leave and go hang of out. Of course you do. <laughs> With my other friends. Because they're having more fun. Well, I don't know if they are. <laughs> no. no, no, definitely not. Like, I just want to know. I want to see the blood. You go downstairs. <laughs> and uh, there is Walter at the buzz box out front. Lenny is honking the horn on mm-hmm. the gremlin. Does uh, your your friend want to come? Um, She's kind of like indisposed right now she uh saw the shape again 
I just told her to lay down. So... I mean, I asked her. But when I asked her, she was kind of in a trance, staring at the TV fuzz. And she's, like, fidgeting, because she knows it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But she also doesn't want to see it again by being in the house with the TV that she just saw it. Did you like, turn the TV off? Yes. I'm going to say I definitely did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like, oh, yeah. Well, then nah, that should probably be enough. He kind of looks a little unsure. <laughs> but uh, I... Uh, haven't really eaten much recently, and it sounds like Lenny hasn't either. What about you? I literally can't even remember the last time I ate food. Well, uh, maybe <laughs> we should go to that 24-hour place on Passyunk. Sounds amazing. Right. What kind of fare are you thinking they have there? Uh, I mean, they got a bakery on premise, and they make all kinds of good breakfast, lunch, and dinner stuff. Diner food. Right. Oh, diner food. Okay. That's cool. So you guys head into the diner... What are you guys ordering? I think it's an early breakfast for me. I do the uh, <clears throat> two fried eggs over easy, some toast, home fries, fried onions, well done. Sounds and, good. Uh, side of sausage. Dippy eggs. They're dippy. I think I'm going to do the same, except I'm going to go with a side of bacon, side of sausage, side of pork roll, etc., etc. <laughs> the Hungry Man special. Banana waffles. Oh. That's what I'm oh, getting. So... They write down all your orders. Coffee. Yeah, definitely coffee. Coffee. Oh, and water, I guess. I suppose uh, I need to hydrate. So the waitress writes down your orders. They're waiting there for a little bit. I guess you guys kind of catch each other up on what's been happening, or? Yeah, I, I definitely tell. I'm not sure what I can say or what I would say. But other than I, I've, I've been drugged and running around in the woods for, uh, from a snake man, and I had snake arms and legs. <laughs> but no names. Walter's like, wait, snakes with arms and legs? I'm having a hard time picturing that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they were only snakes until I passed out and woke up the first time. So, uh, you know, when I woke up, they were regular legs again. I could move around. Uh, but there was still a snake man chasing me. I don't know. The needle was real. I mean, I remember seeing that. Sounds like one hell of a drug. Was the snake man that was chasing you? Did he look like you looked? Like, did he have legs that were snakes and toes that were snakes like you looked? Or was he just one big snake? I think he was like a big snake, but he had, uh, he was wearing clothes, right? He was like a jacket. And was he, you know, I don't remember. It was, uh. Yeah, it was kind of fuzzy, your memory of it. I was hiding a lot. I kept falling asleep in the snow. You, uh, got any vacation time, Lenny? Yeah, I'm sure I got plenty saved up. Maybe you should take a few days or a week off or something. Yeah, maybe you're right. All right, so you guys get your food now, after you guys have caught up a little bit. I guess you guys start eating. Uh, Heather, you start to pour syrup over your waffles, and you look over at Walter's plate, and the, the egg yolk has leaked out and is beginning to form that odd otherworldly shape again. Oh, God damn it. And you feel something kind of almost snap in your brain and you look down at your syrupy waffles and the syrup is starting to form the shape too. Give me a sanity roll. I thought she beat it already. Is this going to be reoccurring? 
I got a waffle, but also I got a waffle because I didn't want the, I didn't want the egg yolk because it was too liquidy. <laughs> Eighty-nine. Okay, that sounds like a fail. You're gonna lose one more sanity point. Yeah. And you react by flipping your pancakes on top of Walter's eggs to try to stop the symbols from doing anything. That's no big loss. I You've them. ruined two meals. What? The, no. What? And you <laughs> scream. Walter needs like better friends. <laughs> what was wrong? Oh, he looks disappointed. That was that was enjoying that. Your your eggs, your eggs had the symbol, and my my syrup had this symbol, and I I don't want to look at it anymore. I I don't know, and I don't see it anymore, right? You don't see it anymore right now. Walter kind of looks at Lenny, but you are seeing it everywhere, like in the building. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're noticing that you're seeing it okay. in all different kinds of places. It's recurring and recurring. Maybe you need a vacation too there, Heather. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't have to take a vacation. Don't worry. I'll be canned in like another week. Silver, silver linings, I guess. I'm sorry, guys. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I think we all need to forget. I'm trying to forget it, but everything I look at, it just turns into this symbol and it's not even the symbol is not even gross but it is for some reason the symbol is so confusing it's almost maddening okay. um we're gonna get done at the diner after you have ruined the meals yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need some book to go uh walter says uh you know this might be kind of silly but uh you know those goofy glasses that have like the little visor shutter kind of things in them that the punk rock kids wear? I wonder if uh, something like that might help kind of, I don't know, break up the pattern or, you know, obstruct the line of sight. Yeah, you know, that's a good idea, Walter. I'll take a, take a pair of those too. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> Wait, what are they? They were like, uh, they were like glasses with, with like horizontal slats. Okay, okay. Like Venetian blind glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, yeah. He kind of lets that aside. He says, I'm not really sure what else to suggest, but uh, I can see you're going through it. And uh, he kind of like forks through some of the uh, the pancake that's all smashed up over his eggs and like salvages what he can. He's still hungry. Cool. This no, no. this bit still looks good, right? And, uh, no, the whole thing still looks good. Here, have some of this sausage here and I take what's <laughs> left of the waffles and kind of sandwich it with the eggs and I started eating it. I'm so sorry. I'm like trying to help but I'm mashing everything together. I'm like, here, just move this off. The waitress comes over and she just gives like this look like, oh. Sloppy steaks. Uh, are you done with that? Are you are you done? The uh, plate slipped. She says, yeah, likely. Yeah, I'm gonna need a container for some of mine too and uh, you know, I'd like to get a, uh, another burger and some fries to go. Get her, I'll pick up the tab. And she yeah, she picks back two containers after a little bit. Uh, one has the burger in it, and the other is empty that you can scoop your food into. Just start shoveling shit in there. All right, so you guys uh, kind of wrap things up at the diner there. And uh, what do you do? You drop Heather back off home. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess depending on where everybody's uh, heading. Um, 
Walter uh, takes his keys out before you guys leave, and uh, he says, uh, "Hey, you know, I know things have been pretty crazy. Uh, if you um, ever For just a little bit. don't want to be at the house or your place alone or whatever, um, you know, you're welcome to, you know, crash on the couch or, you know, whatever, make yourself a meal or whatever at my place." And he gives you a key to his place on uh, whatever street <gasps> him and Lenny live on. Okay. Are you going steady, Walter? <laughs> Probably a little out of Walter's league, but... Thank you so much. Um, I definitely want to be with uh, Ginger right now, but I might take you up on that. You might regret giving me this key. <laughs> <laughs> He chuckles nervously a little bit. He says, uh, yeah, maybe, but, uh, you know, after all we've been I through lately... I promise I won't abuse it. <laughs> um, you know, it's probably best that you're not alone uh, if you're really going through it like the way uh, you seem to be going through it. Might be good for somebody to keep an eye on you as well. Yeah, that, uh, that reminds me. Did you uh, find anything uh, to replace working at the bar there, Heather? Oh, yeah. It's funny you said that. When me and Ginger were hanging out before, I don't know, she went into a trance. Um, she asked me if I wanted a job for her play. Like, you just pull the curtain. You just All you do is open and close the curtain. And it's $100 a day. That sounds pretty good. Stagehands got it easy, I guess. I think you got to wear it all black. You know, it's very uh, posh. I'll wear a tutu for $100 a day. I don't care. Walter looks pretty suspicious. He says that sounds a little too good to be true. A hundred dollars a night just to pull the curtain? Didn't you say this play was kind of weird? The play is super weird. Like, no one, including Ginger, even knows what it's about. But whatever. I mean, a hundred dollars a day. It's like, I need a job. You know how those uh, playwright types are, you know? Yeah. He's probably just a weirdo. Yeah, guaranteed he's a weirdo. You be careful, you know. I mean, then again, I think we're the weirdos at this point, so (laughs) I can't really talk. Let us know if you need us to show up and, uh, you know, watch out for you. All right. So you guys uh, drop Heather back off at her apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Heather, you go back to your apartment, open it up, you head back in, and it's dark in there. Uh, You had turned off the lights before you left. Okay. All right. Uh, Did you turn the lights on or just kind of feel your way Um, to your bedroom? (laughs) Yeah, I'll turn the lights on. Okay, so you turn the lights on, and you know your place still looks pretty much the same. Um, but uh, you do walk past uh, Ginger's room, and uh, you see that there is some light coming out the bottom of it. Okay, so I just like say her name quietly. Ginger, you up? You hear her say back to you, "Yes, Heather, I'm awake." I'm more awake than I've ever been. Oh, good. Oh, She's running the snap out of it. She's all better. Cool, 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 cool. Ooh, that was cool, close. Cool, cool, That's cool. all over with. <laughs> well, great, great. She's better than ever. So, obviously, like a numbskull, I'm going to be like, what are you talking about? And then open the door. See her. You open the door, and you see her standing in the middle of the room. You notice that she has markered up the entire room. She has the symbol markered all over the room. Anywhere you turn, you see it. And the whole room seems to kind of wiggle and bend and stretch and contract. 
and you feel yourself being pulled in. And as you're being pulled in, Ginger says to you, isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful, Heather? And we're going to end the episode there. I will punch something again. <laughs> well, I'm glad she's better, finally. That was close. <laughs> I'm, glad she- <laughs> I'm glad she's really, she got yeah. that symbol out of her system. <laughs> no, me? I'm better than ever. Come on in. Look what I've done to the place right before I move out. <laughs> yeah, right. This is the shit you do before you move out. You're like, oh, yeah, let's see if we can get our security deposit back. Let me scribble all over the fucking walls. I don't think it was in your name anyway. You're probably good. Yeah, yeah. true. That's definitely not. All right. It's, it's all so, guys, um, it is time to do luck. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's probably late, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to keep track. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been three episodes. A dog one. Oh, what a bitch. I got 33 <gasps> luck. I rolled a 32. Oh, right. Damn, I was supposed to. Oh, right. I want over. Mm-hmm. No. Oh. No luck again. Poop. I rolled a 15. I rolled 20. Yeah. Good job, Buzz. Why couldn't I roll that 15 for sanity? What the I know. F- Seriously. I'm all fucking 90s when it's like, hey, let's see how your sanity is doing. But I was like, fucking luck. It's like, oh, here you go. It's twos, fucking ones. <laughs> the dice sometimes, uh, they don't like you. But just remember, <laughs> until next time, sanity is overrated. Overrated. Jace. <laughs> Okay, leather. Uh, leather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Combined Lenny and Heather there. We have a nickname! We don't have a nickname. <laughs> it's more like Walter. Or no. <laughs> Weather? I don't know. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.